What we've got here is failure to communicate. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. Tough, unique, bad, bold, and sassy. 60% of the time, it works every time. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Take the pain. Take the pain! Have you ever seen a grown man naked? Gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! Today, Junior? It's too late to turn back now. It's the Brian Hanks show. Indeed it is, indeed it is. Hello, live and on tape from beautiful Whitehall Drive here in lovely. If not, I got to tell you, man, uh, I'm getting a little bit uh, nervous here, uh, Michael Martin. And by the way, just spoiling it there, our first guest in the first hour already in here looking at me across the table. Michael Martin, man, uh, we got some, uh, we got a young lady named Adelia who's on her way up here to the greater Lenore County area. Yeah, it's that time of year, you know, uh, tropical storms and 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 hurricane type weather uh, has uh, has had a tremendous impact on the shape in Lenore County, and uh, it looks like uh, Delia may may pay us a visit later on this week. Well, I tell you, uh, not this week, dude. Yeah, it's going to be tonight, to uh, tonight into tomorrow, and uh, yes. If you are wondering, it's going to be impacting a lot of sports in our neck of the woods, and we'll get to that here in a little bit. But, hey, we got another great show for you. Today is hump day. You remember the camel? Mike, 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 Mike. Mike. <laughs> yeah, how yes. couldn't you remember that? I've, yeah. I've heard it once or twice. <laughs> there you go, Mike, 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 Mike. Uh, it's our weekly uh, golf expert, Michael Martin. He's sitting across from me looking all fine and everything this morning. I'm not hitting on yours. I'm engaged, okay? I heard, I heard, I heard. In fact, it was a, a nice little get-together last night celebrating uh, your pending nuptials. And you were there, and, man, big time. Got to thank our good friend, uh, Danny Rice. Doesn't get better. Uh, it does not get better, man. Did you see the flowers when you came in? I did. I did. Uh, just uh, had a great time last night. I mean, you, John, Jonathan, and I'm not going to – I mean, the sheriff. And a judge, when a judge shows up – you know it's a real party, right, Mike Martin? I thought it might be <laughs> y'all were getting married at that moment. You know, that you missed an opportunity. Yes, we did miss an opportunity. <laughs> well, I guess you got to get a license and everything first, right? That's that's the rumor. But, I mean, when you have a judge, I mean, Imelda Pate was there. Dude, our mutual good friend, he's a good, very, very good friend of yours, Jackie Rogers. Yep. Uh, the sheriff of Lenore County. I mean, Linda Rouse, Sutton, June Cummings. And I'm going to start naming names and forget names. Keith Spence, one of my dear, dear friends, got to meet his girlfriend, who I wasn't sure actually existed, okay? Because it was one of those situations where I keep hearing about her, and I'd see pictures in this, but I'm like, uh, did he Photoshop her into the picture, you know? But, like uh, uh, Manti Teo? <laughs> yeah, like Manti Teo. <laughs> But I uh, got to meet her last night. She and man, was very just, nice. Very she was nice. super nice. I mean, uh, Tad and Takima. And I'm going to leave somebody up. But Tad and Takima Parson. My good friend Janice Sutton, who I had. Dude, I hadn't seen Janet in a couple of years, probably. Uh, our former Felicia? photographer. Felicia. Uh, or, well, her friends like you and I, we call her Nikki. Uh, yeah. Uh, I call her Miss Solomon. <laughs> <laughs> Miss Solomon, if you're nasty. Well, that's, right. no, that's probably that's not right. right. We that's shouldn't right. say that. No, 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 no. But, and, and again, I know I'm going to forget names, but. Thank you, and I know this is coming from Linda and to you and everybody, but Danny Rice, Danny and Johnny Rice, who put that thing together last night, and uh, and John and Jonathan, I mean, they 
uh, had kept it under wraps. I knew something, you know, they, you can't keep something like that a secret. And we had known about it for a couple of days, but evidently this is something that once we announced, uh, back in July that we were, uh, getting married, I guess, Danny and Johnny had started putting this thing together. So, uh, man, thank you. Thank you. Thank you to Danny and Johnny Rice. Just two, just incredible, incredible people. And man, just had a good time, dude. And on top of all that too, a ton of messages from people. I guess Jonathan's part of this was uh, for people who couldn't come, like Brian North couldn't come last night, uh, Zach Fraley couldn't come, uh, Noah Clark, Chris Edwards, all these great people who weren't able to make it, uh, had sent video messages to uh, Jonathan. And That's so awesome. I got a chance to watch those last night. And dude, Mike, I mean, I, I say this all the time, and I mean it in all sincerity. I... People ask me, and I'm talking about people from home, uh, where I grew up in northwestern North Carolina, and then people in Charlotte, where, which was basically my second home after I got out of the Army. And they're like, what, what is it about Kinston? Why Why do you stay there? And blah, blah, blah. Like, it's stuff like last night, Mike. It I really mean, is. You know? it really, yeah, and, and the way the community wraps its arms around you mm-hmm. and the way that the community um, invests itself in you – but you know things like that don't happen accidentally, and you you and I have this conversation often about you know the great things that that happen in Kinston and Lenore County, and the number of people that overlook it. But the people that recognize what Kinston and Lenore County have to offer, and and invest in it, then it reinvests in you. And, and you are a, a, a prime example of that, and it, it was great to celebrate you and Linda last night. I don't mind telling you, I told you congratulations, and I simply told Linda thank you because, you know, there's no guarantees that anyone else would accept uh, someone like you and I are cut out of the same cloth. <laughs> I mean, you know, our charms can only get us so far, So, but you, you have uh, you, you have a wonderful family and, and Linda and – and stepsons uh, and, now, and, and, man. Well, that's what I was going to say. And, <laughs> and uh, Clay and, and, and Paul and uh, the Hall of Famer, Scott Whittington. Um, yeah, no, that, they're three great guys, and um, and it's clear that, that you guys make a, a, a beautiful family, and I'm so excited for you. Well, I appreciate that, and I'm just, uh, again, just blown away. That was a lot of fun last night, and uh, – Again, I, I'll never be able to uh, to thank Danny and Johnny enough for that, except uh, when we go to football games this fall. There you which, go. Can you believe ECU? it's here? It is absolutely right here. here. I can't believe it. You and I, we're going to talk about that. Let me tell you about our other guests. Uh, it's uh, Mike Martin and I, the whole first hour here. We're going to talk a little PGA championship, which wrapped up over the weekend. Man, I was showing, you know, let's save it. We'll save it for then. Sure. Uh, but uh, and then the Ryder Cup. You told me uh, as we were getting ready uh, to go on air today that uh, the Ryder Cup has already been selected. The, yep, the, the team, the U.S. team, uh, Captain Zach Johnson made his announcement yesterday, and uh, his three captains' choices. And we'll talk about that a little I bit later. Cannot wait. That'll be like I said. That'll be just a little bit here in this first hour. Then in our second hour, uh, we're going to be joined right here, live, sitting in that chair you're sitting in right there, Mike Martin, Catherine Pearson from the LCC Foundation. A lot of great stuff going on uh, over there right now. I mean, school has started, and uh, again, a lot of great opportunities to uh, do things in our community, and we love us from Catherine Pierce, and she's going to be joining us. 
Uh, and then, uh, hey, we just uh, squared this away literally seconds before we went on the air. But, you know, Adelia is uh, about to hit our area. It's going to be later on today into tomorrow. I've heard estimates. It's not just her, but I've seen estimates. I, I'm privy to the National Weather Service uh or pressers and releases that they put out, you know, since, you know, I work for the county and everything. I'm, yeah. I'm a... <laughs> the voice. I would, no, 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 not just the voice. Just, county. Uh, I, uh, but I am, I'm very blessed to be a part of that, but uh, we're going to have less steel. He's never been on the show before. That's going to be, and I want to thank Brian North for setting that up for us. He's going to be joining us live on our Spence automotive guest line about 15 minutes into our second hour. And uh, we're going to get some tangible this is what this is what time this is coming in. This is what you need to prepare for, dude. There's going to be some pretty heavy winds coming through, uh, Kinston and Lenore County, and in our, lead, our listener area too, Green County, Jones County, uh, what Eastern Pitt County, and all that in the next, uh, I'd say 24 hours more than that because as we're doing this live here at 7:08 a.m. on uh, Wednesday, August the 30th. Uh, it's going to go into tomorrow afternoon is what it looks like. But you know what? We'll get the details from Les Steele at uh, uh, about an hour from right now, about 15 minutes into the second hour of today's show. But, again, I want to thank Brian North for setting that up for us. He's, he's uh, one of the good guys and uh, just excited about that. So Mike Martin here in our first hour joining us. He's right here in all his beauty and charm sitting across from us right now. Was that good? That was great. That was great. <laughs> there you go. And again, Catherine Pearson, Les Steele from News Channel 12 in our second hour. I've got to say this, and listen, Andy, I, I've i never tried to act like I don't have any uh, – I try to be as non-biased, I guess, is what I'm trying to say here, Mike, sure. as possible. I've always been, and it's because of North, it's because of Brian North, it's because of uh, the people that have come through there through the years too. I mean, Wes Goforth remains one of my favorite people on this planet for sure. But I've always been a little partial to News Channel Twelve. But uh, well, there's no but here. I, I've always been partial to them. This is. Are, do you have a little bit of speak English, Brian? What is your uh, TV? Are you uh, and I thought we talked about this maybe last we week. Have. Are you a are we are you a satellite guy? Are you a I, cable I'm, guy? I'm a I'm a streamer. Uh, a streamer. Hulu. We're Hulu and okay. um, Hulu. Yeah. How do you get your local channels like News Channel well, Twelve and so Channel Hulu, Nine and Channel Seven? That's offered through Hulu. We Hulu has a live that 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 offers you local options, but. Yeah, news wise, I'm primarily. I I don't care. You can say whoever. Yeah. No, yeah. no, no. Yeah. It's my phone and um, and and my iPad yeah. is where I watch most of my news. Okay. And but is it, it local? You local, watch local yes, news, really? Yes. But it's funny that you say that because, um, my I've always had an affinity towards uh. WNCT, yeah, because as that's a, where I'm going. Keep going, right? Yeah, yeah. Because as a child, it, so and, and those of your li- those who are listening out there will will remember this. Yeah, John Spence did the farm report at on at, at the noon hour news on uh, Channel Nine W uh, NCT and. My it, when my grandfather, who who's a farmer over in Sand Hill, when uh, they would come in for lunch every day, uh, the television was turned to Channel Nine. Everyone had to be completely silent, and and you know it. But and and at that time there was a um, 
a morning show that they did that had uh, Slim Short. And uh, Slim Short. Yeah. Okay. I'm fairly confident. Look it up. Look it up. Well, no, no. I'm Verify. actually downloading. Uh, hey, I'm downloading. I've got Les Steele's phone number now, okay? Well, I mean, I'm fairly confident that there will be some sort of sanctions <laughs> with our boy Brian North ever giving out that type of information to, to someone like you. But, um, but yeah, you know, it was uh, – that was that was the first news. Um, that was the first local news that I really uh, remember. Carolina Today was the name of the uh, was the name of the uh, show, and, and the guy's name was uh, Slim Short. Um, now that could not have been given his given name, right? I don't know. <laughs> I, we're not. No, I think his given name was. Uh, something different but um and, and you know those characters are etched in my mind from from childhood but when we moved down east um channel 12 and uh the good people over there uh brian north and um you know skip waters was and and it's funny that we're you know talking about this you know with a with a impending storm because weather really is the driving um the driving force that base that that people base their news coverage on i think mm-hmm. um and and so it, it i've always felt like uh WCTI had a stronger presence in the uh points east of Lenore County, so that that had value to to my family once we moved down there. Um, but you know, at the same time, um, WNCT, um, our, my buddy, uh, our buddy Dean uh, Dean Doughty, you know, works yeah. over there with those guys, and and they do a tremendous uh, a tremendous job as well. We're really fortunate to have three three great sources for local news in our area. And I think they all serve a purpose. Um, they, uh, WNCT is, is probably the first local news app that I check. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it's, uh, I do find that they all serve a, serve a really great purpose. Well, I'm telling you, uh, I have, like I said, and you mentioned, well, Brian North, obviously, is my connection to Channel 12, but also uh, Skip Waters, who, again, you grew up in eastern North Carolina. I've only been here for 21 years, but in those first few years that I was here, I mean, and again, I'm not denigrating, I don't know, who are some of the other weather people? I mean, Philip Williams. Philip Williams is great. I yeah. Mean, in fact, he just had a birthday guy. the other day. Yeah. We had him. Yeah. Uh, we didn't have him on the show, but we honored his birthday. Yeah. And uh, who Marvin Doughty, Marvin Doughty, yeah, yeah, Doughty over at uh, Channel Seven. I mean, these are you know great people. But I'm telling you, man, Skiff Waters. Even you know how great of a person you are when you've been you've passed away several years ago. And every time a storm comes through, Mike. Oh, I bet it's been ten years. It's probably getting close to ten years since it probably uh, has Skip been passed away. But the other thing about Skip Waters was. Yeah, if you grew up in this area, um, I would be willing to bet there's not an elementary school in the eastern part of the state of North Carolina. Well, within their 
their coverage area. Yeah. Um, but if you <laughs> I grew, know where you're going, this and I love it. But if you it. grew up in you know Carteret County, Onslow County, Lenore County, Craven, Pamlico, um, you know Skip Waters visited your school, and you know when you're nine, ten, eleven years old, you know your local weatherman coming to your school is as close to celebrity as you're going to get. Yeah. And, and, but the time that he took and, um, and, and his willingness to answer questions and to, to try to offer understanding, because I think one thing is adults that we sometimes lose sight of and, and regardless of what the news story is, you know, whether it was, you know, the tragic shooting in Chapel Hill this week or, you know, or weather that creates anxiety for, you know, our farmers or our commercial fishermen or, you know, our property owners and anyone in between, children pick up on that. Yeah. And, right. and you know, to have someone come in and, and talk to you like to give value to your concerns as a kid. Yeah. I don't think there's anything that, um, that a local weather personality can do that, that provides more value and, and, and creates lifelong fans and, and beyond life. I mean, as, as we're sitting here waxing about, you know, skip waters, um, a, a local meteorologist, but I think he meant a lot more to people yeah. in Eastern North Carolina than simply that. Well, on top of it too, and it's one of the things that I've been honored to uh, have done the past two years, and I'll be doing my third year this year, is the cheerleading competition out at yeah. uh, the yeah. county fair at the North County Fair, which will be October 3rd through the 7th, I believe, this year. I was talking to Tanya. Tanya Adams was one she of the great there. people who she were there last there. night, and uh, she and I were talking about it, but – he always emceed the uh, the cheerleading competition. Yeah. He always emceed the uh, like dance competitions or uh, the Miss uh, Noose competition. Sure. Guess how much he charged every time he did it, Mike Martin? Uh, I bet it did not impact the budget. <laughs> not one <laughs> iota. Correct. He he would yeah. go and volunteer, and he just gave his time. He really truly. And again, when someone like that passes away, and you, I know Brian North and I. You want to talk about getting deep? We were having a. Uh, philosophical discussion sometime in the last week and uh we were just talking about you know what happens when you pass away you know i mean and, yeah. and uh, not to get dark here on sure. a wednesday morning but you know you hope you've left an impact and uh he was talking about uh just you know how he's had to cut back on a lot of his stuff brian has because he's like you he's got two young daughters yeah. and you know how it is. i mean you definitely mike you know how it is having to dedicate your life to not just your occupation and your wife, but also to your children too, and that's what North has really learned over there. Now his ch his daughters are younger than yours. Sure, uh, yes. I think they're uh, five and three, maybe five and two, something like that. Sounds right. But my point being that his whole focus has changed. North has much like I bet yours did a decade or so ago. Uh, that you know, instead of just hey living for Mike or even living for your wife, that you're having to you know give so much time to your children. So our discussion was just that you know. Skip never had that. I really don't have that. You know, I mean, uh, I, so I'm able to do more. Skip was able to do more because although he didn't have children, basically Eastern North Carolina was, were his children. 
Yeah, and you know, I, I think that that talking about this and the way you prioritize things and the way you view um, time management and your commitment to things outside of your household um, it, it is incredibly important. But it, you know, it's interesting because I think this is a good way to transition into you know what we're going to talk about in the sports world today. Um, you know, first things first, we did mention that, you know, that Zach Johnson announced his captain's picks for the United States Ryder Cup team for uh, the 2023 Ryder Cup, which starts on September 29th. Um, and, and that is going to uh, be in Italy. Um, but, you know, he talked a lot about in his press conference yesterday, the need to make his team whole. And, and so we've talked about previously, there's a point system that, that created the first six picks. And, and then, um, the, the captain of that team then gets to make, uh, his six picks. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and, just to bring everybody up to speed, we've talked about it a fair amount, but the the automatic qualifiers, so to speak, were were Scotty Scheffler, who is the world number one golfer on the world rankings, uh, Wyndham Clark, who won the U.S. Open, uh, Brian Harmon, who won the Open Championship, formerly known as the British Open, then uh, Max Homa, Xander Shoffley, and Patrick Cantlay, rounded out the six picks that, well, the six automatic qualifiers. Okay. Zach Johnson's picks to pair with those guys will be Sam Burns, Ricky Fowler, Jordan Spieth, Colin Morikawa, Justin Thomas, and Brooks Kepka. And Ooh, that last one yeah, there was a, well, the last I wouldn't say two, controversial, truth. but right. or, or are they? The last two I would say are, are – Somewhat controversial. Uh, Brooks Kapka Brooks Kapka did win the PGA Championship this year, and and up until probably the last two or three weeks, would have been an automatic qualifier. Um, but for those of you who don't follow golf closely, um, e- even real non golf fans are aware that that there was a schism and um, and and some of the players from the PGA tour left and joined a, a, a new competition, uh, the live tour that, um, is primarily funded by, um, a, a Saudi investment group. And that was an incredibly controversial. Um, the initial stance by the PGA tour was that, uh, if you chose to go that route, that you would no longer be a part of the tour. Um, those that went that route are no longer eligible at this point to captain the U.S. Ryder Cup team, um, which uh, is incredibly controversial for a guy like Phil Mickelson, who has been really outspoken about the Ryder Cup. Well, Phil Mickelson's pretty outspoken about most everything, but <laughs> um, but he had been a, a a pretty vocal member of previous Ryder Cup teams, and uh, and I feel like most folks thought that eventually he would be a captain. 
Um, but but it appears that that is no longer uh, part of part of his future with uh, with his departure from from the PGA Tour. Um, but you know when you look at at how the the twelve members of the U.S. team are configured, um, I think Sam Burns was a guy who potentially could have been on the bubble, but Sam Burns and Scotty Scheffler are very close friends. They will be paired, um, in my opinion, probably in every outing uh, that that there's team competition. Um, then you look at a, a you know a combination of, of Jordan Spieth and Justin Thomas. They have been stalwarts for uh, for Team USA. Uh, Max Homa and Colin Morikawa and Patrick Cantlay and Xander Shoffley, those four have been paired um, in previous team competitions. So it, it kind of seems like the, the U.S. team has four sort of set pairings. And then you look at Brian Harmon, Wyndham Clark, Brooks Kepka, and Ricky Fowler uh, that will be, you know, paired in, in, in other uh, combinations. You know, Fowler and Harmon probably the easiest pairings given that, you know, their style of play. But, you know, Brooks Kepka I think, is the wild card in this entire team in terms of how, it, how he'll impact the chemistry of the team given that he's he's yeah you know, the other 11 guys are in the locker room together week in and week out on the PGA tour um yeah and and Brooks Kapka is sort of a a different kind of guy he yeah. he grew up playing baseball his um um yeah he in fact I, I think if I'm not mistaken he went to Florida State to play baseball um Wow, and he's an incredible athlete. Yeah, he he's really, um, you know, a lot of these guys are a byproduct of the Tiger Woods impact impact on on the sport of golf, where guys who were were athletes and could have competed, you know, in other sports, you know, i.e., Dustin Johnson or or you know Brooks Koepka. Um, but they've chosen golf. And while all of these guys are alpha males in their own right, Brooks Kepka would probably be defined a little bit differently in terms of his demeanor, in terms of his willingness to be outspoken about competitors and teammates. You know, he's had controversy with Bryson DeChambeau. Uh, and then what – one of the components of live golf is is it is a team component, unlike three man teams, right? Uh, I think there's four. Four man, okay. But it, but but Matthew Wolf, who was sort of a rising star on the PGA Tour, uh, he chose to go to live tour, and he was part of of Kepka's team, and yeah, you know, Kepka. Kepka blasted him, you know, probably six weeks ago. Yeah questioning his commitment to golf, you know, saying that he had quit on the game, quit on his team. And that's, you know, that's something that I think is interesting in terms of how that would 
impact a team room um, and, and, and how it would affect, you know, the, the outcome of the Ryder Cup. Um, this Ryder Cup is in Italy. The United States has not won in Europe in 30 years. Wow. <laughs> um, and, and, you know, Marco Simone is the uh, golf course we're going to be playing this. It, it was redesigned uh, three years ago, I think, and um, I think there's only been one or two events on the DP European Tour at that course since the redesign. Team USA is traveling there next week. Uh the entire team and captains will be there next week for uh, for a practice round, so that'll be incredibly important, and it'll be interesting to hear feedback from uh, from the players in terms of uh, of how the course fits their eye and fits their game. Uh, but you know what we were talking about earlier is you know how how sports are evaluated now, how people in general ev- evaluate things in today's culture with you know our supreme access to information uh that technology has provided us and you know how that technology and information is processed and how we use it to evaluate talent and teams and things of that nature um I had an interesting conversation with a coworker yesterday, um, two nights ago, uh, Jose Altuve for the Astros. He hit for the cycle. And when I saw the highlights of it the next day, immediately I thought about how is the Astros cheating scandal going to affect the players from that team once they become eligible for the Hall of Fame? Mm-hmm. And, you know, the steroid error has been highly scrutinized and and cost probably four or five, I feel like, lock Hall of Fame baseball talents their opportunity to become members of the Hall of Fame. Um, It'll be interesting to see if, if a cheating scandal of this type has the same effect on players from the Astros organization that were involved in it. Um, and and it started a greater conversation in how today's generation of sports fans, you know, what, what a Gen Z, and how they evaluate and how they approach the conversation about the greatest of all time and, you know, respect of sports and, and things of that nature. And their attachment to numbers, you know, the analytic, you know, the analytic evolution of sports and, and how you factor in heart and intangibles in those numbers and, 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 and how that affects the legacy of athletes. I thought it was kind of an interesting perspective on the debate of sports and consequently how to build a team and, and all the way back to, you know, 
from a, a non-athlete's perspective, how you evaluate your time and your use of time. Um, yeah, what do you think about that? I do. I mean, I think that uh, perception is a big part of of everything, and it doesn't just impact, you know, in the sports world. It impacts every every aspect of everything that we look at, too. I, uh, getting back to the Ryder Cup part of this, which is where you started at with this, I just, I was, I was a little bit surprised and I know he was probably, I don't know if he had any pressure to put him on the team, but I just know as a casual, and I I probably even am even less of a casual fan. I'm a peripheral fan of golf, but I think he's still one of the best in the world. I think it was a good idea to to put him on the team. Tell you what, put a pin in that just for a second, though, because we do need to – I do want to give everybody an update about uh, our high school football, too. Sure, yeah, absolutely. And we'll circle back to this. With this weather coming in, and I'm waiting to hear from uh, Coach Beeman right now. In fact, I've been sending him some weather stuff. He is actually going to be a guest tomorrow here uh, live on the show. Tomorrow's going to be a really weird – not weird, it's going to be a unique show because – uh, for the first time ever, uh, there's going to be a guest host in the second hour. I'm not going to be in here. Jason Bryan is doing what? the. Yep, Jason is going to be uh, guest hosting the uh, second hour of tomorrow's show, and he's going to have Matt Beeman in here with him, regardless nice. of whether they play nice. tomorrow night yeah. or not. I think uh, what Jason was telling me, a decision is uh, going to be made today whether Parrot Academy is going to play tomorrow. And the weird thing about this is that's our game of the week. That's our, well, not weird, but uh, the Davis Wholesale Tire game of the week is Wake Christian at Parrot Academy tomorrow. However, if the game is, and it will be canceled, not postponed. I'm real big on, it bugs the heck out of me when you get on Twitter and somebody will put, you know, this football game has been canceled, but it'll be played tomorrow. That means it's not been canceled. <laughs> it's been postponed. Right. However, here's the deal with this, though, for, and I know you're a big Parrot Academy guy yourself, yeah. Mike. Yeah. If the game is not played tomorrow, it will be canceled. It's not going to be rescheduled uh, because, A, it's an 11-man game. B, uh, both neither team have an opening in their schedule that, you know, and they don't want to play two games in a week, that sure. kind of thing. Yes. So if the game is not played tomorrow, it's not going to be postponed. It's actually going to be outright canceled. And honestly, and this is me, I'm not less still from uh, News Channel 12, but uh, if – my, my gut is it's like 80% right now, 80 to 85%. It's not going to be played. On top of all that, the sad thing about it for me is I won't have a game this week because uh, we're not going to move it. We're not going to – since they're not moving it, we've already got everything set up. They've done all these uh, – Jason Jason can explain it much better tomorrow when he comes on the show tomorrow. Uh, but uh, we, we – I know Kenston is at Aiden Grifton Friday. South of Nora is at home. Uh, and then if these other games get moved, like CBA cock at North and North, which is scheduled for Thursday, and Green Central at Wilson Beddingfield, which is scheduled for Thursday, they are not going to play them on uh, – or if they play them on Friday, we're already locked into the Thursday night. So we're just sadly not going to have a game this week uh, here on 960 Bet on the Bull. And I, I – there's two parts of this. I got to tell you, Linda was really happy when I explained this to her yesterday because she was like, yeah. A Friday night, and I was like, "Well, but I still want to go see Kinston at uh, Aiden uh, Griffin." Griffin yeah. And then she went, uh-huh. "Oh, exactly." It's still a Friday night. It is still <laughs> Friday night, so I'm trying to figure out a way to keep uh, the the fiance happy and uh, keep my uh, sports junkie self happy too. So, but again, scheduled for tomorrow. Uh, as as of this moment, at 7:35 a.m. on uh, Wednesday, August 30th, it is still a go right now. Wake Christian at Parrot Academy. 
tomorrow at 7 o'clock at uh, Hodges Field at beautiful, on the beautiful campus of Parrot Academy. Uh, we are scheduled to do that game. However, just stay tuned to my Twitter feed. Uh, heck, we might even have some uh, an update before this uh, episode is over, but I, I, I kind of doubt it. But again, other games tomorrow. CBACOC is at North of North. Green Central is at Wilson Beddingfield. Then on Friday, Kinston is uh, at Aiden Grifton. I got to tell you, these Friday games look like they're really going to be played because all the weather will be through at that point. Fields might be a little bit soggy, but I think they're still going to play. But Ken, the big game on Friday, Kenston, Aiden, Grifton, Dixon at South Lenore. Uh, that's their first home game of the year. Uh, and then Jones Senior at North Duplin. I do need to tell you this, too, because Greg Clemens, is, uh, he's listening, and he wanted a, uh, a uh, Down East Wood Ducks update. And it is Wood Ducks Wednesday, technically, even though we don't have any Wood Ducks guests on today. It is Wood Ducks Wednesday. Uh, they won last night. They beat... The hated uh, Carolina Mudcats yesterday up in the armpit of North Carolina, Zebulon, North Carolina. Yeah. It's uh, <laughs> it, it's not a good place. <laughs> it's not a good place. I can't stand Zebulon. But uh, but they beat the hated Carolina Mudcats. Lynch, uh, well, listen, the Downey Wood Ducks have already sold up their playoff position. doesn't matter what they do. They're in the fourth place in the Carolina League North right now, six games behind the hated Mudcats. But Lynchburg is only two games back. Uh, out of uh, first place this is the goal over the next what they've got 20 games left in the regular season they've got what uh no 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 i'm sorry uh, 17 games left in the regular season they've got five games left in uh zebulon this week they've got a six game homestand next week against the augusta green jackets and they're on the road for the six games of the last part of the regular season this is the goal mike martin I want the cats. Exactly. I want to see. We've become big Lynchburg fans now because we want Lynchburg to. Exactly. We want Lynchburg to catch the Carolina Mudcats and knock them out of the playoffs. And that's what I want this week. This is the final five games of the regular season against the Mudcats. They started it last night. Let's beat them. Let's sweep them. Let's get a six game sweep up in uh, the armpit of North Carolina, Zebulon, North Carolina over the next uh, five days. That would be awesome. Knock them out of first place, and everybody else just do the same thing to them, too. And then the playoffs start uh, September the 12th on the road for the uh, or for the uh, Down East Wood Ducks. They return home on the 14th, and guess what people get if they go to that game that night? Tell uh, them what they win, Brian. They will win not only a chance to see our Down East Wood Ducks in the playoffs, but they will get a, uh, a co-branded Brian Hanks show slash Karen. Oh, I didn't know you in Downey's Wood Ducks rally towel. I did hear that. I did. Yes. Hear that. That's awesome. That so awesome. Uh, the first 1,000 fans that come through the gates, well, if I, I think they're going to try to spread it out over uh, the playoffs. So there's three or four possible playoff games uh, for the Downey's Wood Ducks. Get your tickets now. Go to uh, woodducksbaseball.com or you can visit the team's box office at Historic Granger Stadium. Get your tickets. Jonathan Massey's going to throw out the first pitch nice. on the 14th. Nice. Yeah. So nice. excited about that. John and I were talking about this. We were talking about, you know, how you see, like, I was it like the ancient Egyptians or whatever that had, like, the little thing they would carry, you know, the ruler out, you yes, know? Yes, yes, We're trying to, we're thinking about trying to put something together like that for Jonathan, so we'll carry him out to the field. Maybe get a couple of the Wood Ducks players to help us. Probably not a bad idea. <laughs> and, and carry Jonathan out on the field so he can throw out the first ceremonial first pitch. What do you think? I think that would be glorious. I think it's going to be fun. So, there's your update. I do need to tell you this, too. LCC Volleyball, which I think won. I don't even know if they won a match last year. They won They won a couple of matches, I think. They are now 4-2 and two 
after winning at Pitt Community College last night. Uh, they play <clears throat> Thursday in Sanford at uh, Central Carolina Community College. That matches at 630. But, man, what a great job that uh, Shelly and David Barnes are doing over at LCC. And that's it. Uh, the FIBA World Cup basketball tournament. Uh, in fact, a game that will begin uh, as we're doing the show live here at 730, I believe, in about an hour or so. Uh, we'll be taking on Jordan. Not Michael Jordan, but the country of Jordan. I believe we are 55-point favorites in that game, Mike Martin. Did they name that country after Michael Jordan? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't no, no, no. <laughs> If I could find my rim shot uh, button here. Wait, wait, wait a minute. There you go. That was good. That was good. But uh, when no. do we play LeBron? Ah! <laughs> Man, if there was a country named LeBron, I would uh, I would lose it. But, yeah, uh, the United States, that will be the last, uh, whatever they call it, round-robin uh, pool game. The first pool or the uh, last pool game, and then the uh, knockout tournament will begin for uh, the United States. And, I, you know, we had Richard Clark going, by the way, and I need to speak, say something about Richard Clark. Man, get off the phone with him yesterday. You know, he's like you. He's a regular Tuesday guest. You're sure, a regular yeah. Wednesday guest. and. Poor Rich, uh, he messages me later, and I guess he was letting me know he wasn't going to be able to come to last night's thing, but he ended up in the hospital for about eight hours yesterday. Oof. I'm getting ready to say the words no man wants to hear. Uh, the oh. two words. Which one? Kidney stones. Yeah. And uh, he left with them still. He still Ish. got them. Ish. <sighs> no good. Yeah, dude. I mean, so uh rich usually he'll listen to the show on delay so uh rich hope you're feeling better and especially by the time you hear this but uh yeah he uh he went yesterday afternoon and i believe he got home at 1 a.m mm. this morning and he was messaging me at 1 a.m <clears throat> mike i was asleep at one o'clock this morning but i did get the message I, from him. I, I hope so i hope so but um, yeah i just wanted to terrible. send some get well wishes to my boy uh rich clark and um Anyway, so there you go. They get you caught up on it. Oh, also, don't forget about the Cops Walk uh, fundraiser, which is tomorrow at King's Restaurant from 4 to 9 p.m. Uh, let me find my flyer. Believe, you know, hey, I, I know it's hard to believe, but I can't, this is all kind of organized in here, okay? I can tell. <laughs> I like the little sarcasm. I can tell. But uh, it really is. Look, I went right to it. I found it. You certainly did. Uh, the Cops Walk fundraiser tomorrow uh, from 4 to 9 p.m. at King's Restaurant. Uh, if you don't know what COPS is, it's the concerns of police survivors. Uh, they raise money for children and uh, of folk, uh, children of people who have lost uh, to in the line of duty to uh, policemen and law enforcement uh, individuals in the line of duty. So it's a great thing. But 4 to 9 p.m. tomorrow at King's Restaurant, uh, 10% of all sales donated to COPS Walk. I don't know if they'll be doing it with all the bad weather. I can, well, Barbara's coming on the show tomorrow. Bar Do you know Barbara Crumbacker? Don't think so. Okay, you need to. She's a, a mover and shaker. She's an all. She's very, very awesome. But she'll be joining us uh, on our Spence Automotive guest line tomorrow to catch us up on it. And I hope they're still doing it tomorrow. And I, I got to tell you, like I said, with all this weather coming through, uh, I think it's gonna, it's gonna, it's definitely gonna impact. I think football tomorrow, uh, it, but it's gonna impact other things too. So that gets you caught up with all that. And by the way, how about that for uh, the name of uh, the team that the Wood Ducks will be playing next week, Augusta, Georgia. The green jackets. I don't do, mind. Do you see I don't, the, uh, I don't mind telling you that. So uh, when I heard Augusta Green Jackets, I was like, <laughs> I need to go check out their uh, their swag to see. You know, it's uh, it's bugs. 
Is it? Oh, you looked it up? I did. Oh, I man. Did. I'm incredibly disappointed because, you know, if, if they had a cap, you know, with a, with a master's jacket on it, I would probably have to pick up <laughs> one of those. Um, that, that would be pretty sweet. I think they, uh, I'm, I'm fairly confident that, uh, the fine people at Augusta National probably have uh, strict rules on the use oh, of, sure. uh, of and, images. And probably and the fact that they said green jackets is probably pushing I the bet envelope. they had lawyers from uh, Augusta I, National looking I, into that. I'm don't confident you think? that that was an envelope <laughs> that was pushed. So, uh, but um, but no, it that was a nice transition back into golf. But uh, let me say this: I got breaking news for oh. you. Jason Bryant, who's listening right now, gave me this update. We're talking about games being moved tomorrow already. We told you uh, Acock is at North and North for the Hawks' first game year of the year, home game of the year. It's already been moved from tomorrow to Friday. So thank you, Jason, for that update. Um, yeah, but but that was a nice transition back to golf before yeah. we had breaking news there from uh, <laughs> Jason Bryant. But um, but yeah, no, I think and we, and where what we talked about briefly after that is the evaluation of um of talent in sports and and, you know when you when you have a guy you know like zach johnson who is you know quiet you know you know multiple major winner probably flies on the radar more than anyone else in golf today that that has multiple major championships um but yeah i think that that chemistry among his team one of the things that he spoke about um yesterday during his press conference was after the 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 first six qualifiers were established it was how do you make this team whole those were his exact how do i make this team whole wait a minute let me unmute myself which yeah, is in this awesome. uh, P- <laughs> which is in this era of pga dash live golf i mean that's a that's a that's a concern isn't it and it's incredibly difficult and um and and so it it was i think imperative to to try to create chemistry but i do you know when you look at a guy like brooks cap could be an added to this team um i i think had he not put capco on the team then he would have opened opened himself up to more criticism. He opened himself up to criticism regardless because he did leave guys off the team. Yeah, probably the two two biggest snubs, three, I guess, would be uh, Cameron Young, Keegan Bradley, and Lucas Glover. And, yeah, Lucas Glover had a very hot stretch for a couple weeks there, but um, he had kind of tapered off – in the most recent events and, and yeah, Keegan Bradley who was on, who's, who's been on Ryder cup teams before. Um, yeah. You wonder what went into his thought process in, in putting this team together. I, you know, I think that, um, I think on the front end, had he not chosen to take Kepka and added um, either Glover or Bradley, I think that 
the upfront controversy would be slight, but in a month when they put the peg in the ground and they start this thing in Italy, um, if the U.S. were to struggle and he hadn't brought what's considered to be, you know, one of the one of the top United States players at this time, um, he would have opened himself up to incredible criticism. So, I, I think that um, I, I think that how we evaluate talent and how we evaluate um, production. And how you factor in intangibles and things like heart, you know, that's um, that that's where I think uh, it gets incredibly difficult to build a team. And regardless of what type of team you're building, whether you're a a general manager of a of a you know a professional football team or or basketball or baseball team, or whether you're a a college coach and you're filling out your roster. Um, you know, it, I think that, that how you, how you evaluate intangibles and, and how those things have an impact on your team are incredibly important. Well, Jason Bryan, speaking of him, he is listening right now. In fact, he's on his way in here, I think, uh, because, like I said, he's taking over the second hour of tomorrow's show. Ah. How about that? I've got a, an assignment for uh, the county that I've got to get to. but uh, So he's going he's gonna to be well, watching how I run some of this here with uh, you and Catherine, I guess. But uh, he had a question for you. Oh. said, ask uh, Mike if he thinks Keegan Bradley should have gotten a nod over Justin Thomas. Your opinion, not anybody else's opinion, your opinion, Mike. What do you think? I don't think there was a way that a team okay. would leave the United States without Justin Thomas on it. Okay. Um, yeah, ju- we've talked about this previously. Well, he did say, he said, Justin Thomas not had a great year. He said he's dropped to around 50 in the uh, world, he's, right? He's had, he's had what I think most people would consider a pretty terrible year, particularly uh, in relation to his, his previous years. But um, he has a tremendous record in international play i think his uh i think his international record is something like 16 and 5 or something of that nature yeah um yeah you know, he and he and jordan spieth are um sort of attached to the hip and and i think that another significant component to what you're seeing with this team is is a transition from the the phil tiger era to the Thomas Spieth Fowler era. Okay. Um, and you know, it, it's, they're sort of the, um, they're, they're sort of the veterans of this group. They, um, they have a great deal of international experience. And, and I think that that, that's an important thing, particularly going into, um, going to Europe to play. Um, I think if this event was being played in the United States, I think that you may have seen some some different choices made. But I do think that um, that that Justin Thomas was going to be part of of this Ryder Cup team, uh, you know, almost no matter what. In Ryder Cup play, he's six two and one. 
Um, <laughs> that's that's not too bad. That's incredibly strong. Three and zero in four ball competition, and two and zero in singles. Um, so his his two losses and and one uh, draw would have been in um, an alternate shot. But yeah, I, I think that yeah, I I think that Justin Thomas was going to be a part of that. Um, wait, wait, look at no this. matter what. Oh man, that's Stormy. Appropriately named. Please continue. I didn't what, mean to interrupt you right uh, in the middle of your. Oh uh, no, no, no. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. And the other thing that I think needs to be noticed is that. You know, match play versus aggregate score it changes a lot of things. So you know, a lot of a lot of the talk about Justin Thomas's struggles include some huge numbers that that he put up at uh, at different events. I mean, I think he had a an eight or a nine on eighteen at the Open Championship this year. Well, an eight on a hole in match play has nothing to do with the total outcome of the event. It's just that one hole. It's just that one hole. Yeah. And so I, I think that when you really break down his numbers this year, um, he had a lot of birdies. And for better or worse, in an event like this, you need someone who can produce birdies. And I, I, I do think, in addition to that, I think that this might be something that um, the confidence that Zach Johnson has shown in him, I think, might be something that, that spurs him a little bit to uh, to see an improvement in his game. And I, I really believe that, that he will be um, – I think he'll be a, a, a big contributor for the U.S. team in the Ryder Cup. And, and if I'm wrong, I mean, it's – it's on the radio, so you know it can be uh, <laughs> thrown in my face down the road. But I, I and archived at BrianHanks.com. There you go. <laughs> um, but I do think that uh, that there, that he was going to be a part of this team, regardless of uh, uh, of his play. And and but he had shown some improvement late in the season. And um, you know, I, Keegan Bradley's also you know he. Keegan Bradley has been a part of of international competition for the for the United States in previous years, but he's he's had some difficult times in his own right. He he's had a strong year this year, um, but I I think that um, I, I think that Justin Thomas was the right choice. Okay, well, listen, uh, we've got about five minutes left here, and I've got to get some ECU talk out of you, dude. I know that's a big deal to you being a, a Pirate alum, and uh, how about this? We broke it here on the show last week with you. Remember when we got the breaking news that the son of Kenston, like you you call him the uh, Carolina League uh, Bad right. Boy Hall first, of Famer? First ballot. First, first ballot Hall of Famer. Bad and boy. just one of our favorite guys. I mean, Scott Whittington who, by the way, has a higher GPA at ECU than I ever had at UNC Charlotte. I mean, how about that? Well, you did include, you included, right? Yep, no. <laughs> you but he is going to be uh, on that plane ride and working on the field at the big house in Ann Arbor, Michigan this weekend. Uh 
that, that's cool. Congratulations, Scotty boy. We, uh, that's just, uh, man, that's just awesome for him. But what are the odds? Uh, and right now, I tell you what, let me look it up real quick on uh, Vegas Insider. I, don't, I, I did text Scott yesterday. Did you? And I, I yeah, just, I, that, I'll try to text him every now and again, but um, I did message him to ask if he had made the cut, and he informed me <laughs> that he had. And then I also asked if he had to ride in the back of the equipment truck all the way to Ann Arbor. <laughs> <laughs> And he said he didn't, but I, <laughs> no, I, he's actually flying I, up there. Well, but look, until uh, I need to see that selfie on the plane, okay? Uh, before, yeah. Now, well, hey, I gotta say, Jacques Passelegs listening right now too, and I don't know. He wanted me to ask you a question about the Cleveland Indians. Is that a joke between you two, or I don't know? Okay, uh, I don't know. He wanted me to ask you about the late to mid '90s Cleveland Indians roster. How did they not win every game or even a World Series? I said, you want me to ask Mike that? And he didn't. But then he said, Scott is also in the Baltimore Sports Hall of Fame, too. It, he should be. He should be. He, yeah. I mean, and the fans Hall of not Fame. Booster. Yeah. booster. There you go. There you go. Not yet, but, yeah, Jacques right. And, yeah, I, I'm – those Indian teams were nasty. Yeah. I mean, and I How saw – they not win I a, saw a, a lot of those. Series. I saw a lot of those guys come through. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kinston um, – you know, I think I think it gets back to probably chemistry. I mean, you know, talent alone won't win. Yeah. I mean, it, well, look now, at the Braves. I mean, the Braves what in the nineties? Yeah. Had the best team in baseball. Had the best team in baseball from, uh, good lord, from ninety one through ninety nine. Had three of the best pitchers in the game. Definitely had the best pitching staff. How yeah. many World Series did they win, Mike Martin? Oh, uh, yeah, one. one. So it's exactly no. I'm, what I'm doing is I'm backing up your your premise there. Yeah, that, and yeah, and when you look at that that Braves stat, I mean, you talk about the way evaluating talent changes and and the way talent evolves. Yeah, I think I saw that Greg Maddox pitched a complete game and threw seventy eight pitches. God, I mean, 78 pitches. And couldn't hit 95 on the gun. Did he ever hit 95 uh, or 96 on the gun? Not to my knowledge, because he was a cub in the beginning when, yeah, his arm was the freshest. And, yeah, he may have 89, I think, is probably about where he topped (laughs) out. But Okay. I I hate to interrupt you. We're up against it, and I've got to get your ECU thoughts real quick. Uh, ECU and Michigan, 30. I just – I had to look it up. It's not moved a bit. Uh they are still 30. Uh, in fact, it's moved up a point. They're, they were 35-and-a-half point underdogs. They're now 36-and-a-half point underdogs. Uh, your thoughts on that? Yeah. I, you know, when you look at what Michigan's returning, I mean, they they are returning an incredible amount of talent. I think they are uh, preseason top five. I think in some polls I've seen it as high as number two. Um, and, you know, I think – if um i think if the pirates can can keep it inside you know 28 points um that well, let me tell you this uh your boy brian is definitely put some money down and i'm gonna i you get hey by god mike martin you give me 36 and a half and i'm not saying i'm putting the mortgage payment down on it or anything okay but uh 
You give me 36. You give me a 36-and-a-half-point lead before. And you're going to bet the ball. <laughs> there you go. Before the ball's even kicked off, guess what? I'll take those 36-and-a-half points. And, and again, like I said, I'm not putting a, you know, uh, a big sum on it. But, I hey, your boy ain't afraid to put 20 bucks on, uh, on the ECU Pirates, okay? Yeah, I think that, yeah, I think Mason Garcia, his first start, his first collegiate start, We'll be in the big house. I mean, that's wow. amazing. And you know, not to um not to denigrate football fans in, in North Carolina, but it doesn't matter who goes to Michigan to play, all the seats are full. Oh yeah. Oh I and mean, it doesn't matter if it's sisters of the blind rolling right, into Ann that, Arbor. Yeah. That 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 stadium will be packed and And you know it, who's gonna be there too, don't you? Not just Scott Whittington. Danny Rice. Danny Rice is headed up there. How yeah. about that? He'll be in the uh, – he was telling us yesterday about where his seats are. He's in row 92 <laughs> in the little sliver, he said, that they gave uh, ECU fans. Yeah. So, But a little sliver of the big house is still probably 5,000 fans, don't For you think? For sure. Um, oh, yeah. I would think more than that. Really? Um, okay. I, I would – I bet – I bet it was probably closer to 10,000 tickets were available to East Carolina. I'd be surprised. Wow. I'm not sure, but no, I don't know either. I don't know. Um, either, but, but yeah, I think that, um, I think that important things for East Carolina is, is obviously, you know, turnovers. If, if they can avoid turning the ball over, um, you know, if they can execute on special teams, um, and, and what I mean by that is, uh, you know, obviously making field goals and things of that nature, but to be able to to flip the field, it, you know, on three and outs, yeah, that's incredibly important. Yeah, I think um, I, I think special teams is a big thing. But yeah, the one thing that I was talking, in fact, I think it was to Danny last night. Yeah, Danny said that our our insider, our pirate insider. Uh, HOF Scott Whittington said that he <laughs> thought that um, the defense was the strength of this year's team. And I said, you know what I mean? I said, if the defense is the strength of the team because the defense is legitimate, yeah. is far different than if the defense <laughs> is the strength of the team because our offense is that bad. So, but I think, you know, if you've got a defense, defense travels – uh, defense will always keep you in games. Um, you know, I, I think we've got to limit big plays, limit turnovers, and uh, and play well on special teams, and we can make it competitive. Very good. Listen, Mike Martin, appreciate you. Man, an hour goes by fast. In fact, how about does. an hour and two minutes? Always does. Mike Martin, thank you so much, okay? Always a pleasure. We're wrapping up our first hour here on the Brian Hanks Show. Coming up in our second hour, uh, in fact, uh, I hear them out in the green room. You like, I call it a green room, uh, but we've got Catherine Pearson from LCC. Uh, Jason Bryant's going to be coming in here too. Les Steele from WCTI uh, News Channel 12, getting us ready for Adelia that is coming in here to Kinston in the greater Lenore County area. That'll be all on hour two of the Brian Hanks show presented by Lenore Community College. <laughs> 